I, I'll tell you once we start. How about that? Because we got to keep people on their on the on their seats, just on their seats, not the edge. <laughs> well, like a ones, like a ones, like <laughs> like a wise, woman. like a once, like a once wise woman said, <laughs> <laughs> like a wise woman once said, "Let's get it popping, Daddy." All right, <laughs> shall we? Yes. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Alice and Rosen cult fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. cult leader. <laughs> I was like, please don't say Papa Daddy, because that might. <laughs> uh, this week, we'll talk about the Monday show, Daniel and Allison, your calls and Daniel's announcement, and the Thursday show, Robin's Hallmark movie, Jordan's goth vampire, Giantest, Giantest, <laughs> Giantest podcast bosses but first little Rafi, how are you what's cracking what's popping what's shaking even you know lisa you've been home from pa for how many days now uh let's see when's it there's uh like four and a half days have you been acclimated to our fine weather oh the weather is just fine and dandy you know speaking of the weather mm. it's really strange how in Pennsylvania, it was, according to the car, 17 degrees, and right. I felt fine. Yeah. And yet, when it's like 50 over here, I'm like, why so chilly? I'm telling you, I know everyone says we're wimps, but I'm telling you, there's a fucking difference, and you are confirming this. <laughs> there, There is a difference, and I don't know what it is, but uh, I think instead of flat earthers wasting their time trying to prove that, they need to figure out the, the mysteries of the temperatures, but I still hear your wind chimes. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, you might hear some ambiance here. As we were talking about the weather, I was a little too chilly to be sitting in the garage. So I thought, you know what? It's going to be nice and warm today. I think it's going to be a perfect 73. So I thought I'll sit outside. You'll hear birds. You'll hear my wind chimes. You'll probably hear the bamboo blowing and my notes blowing away as well. Oh, and I hear Rafi's tinkle link linking of his beverage. What are you drinking? I am drinking uh, the poor man's margarita, a.k.a. Mm. tequila, and in this case, strawberry lemonade. Ooh. What are you drinking, Elizabeth? I am drinking Health Aid Kombucha Cayenne Cleanse. I it's noticed delish. you're not drinking the Bud Light Seltzer Soda flavors. The Bud Light? No, no, I did not get... I have not... Well, I haven't been to the stores to purchase these items, uh, I'm excited to try them. I I didn't I don't know. I 
my, my brain just totally spaced out there for a second. Uh, yeah, I have not tried them yet. I'm excited about them. Have you? No, but I think I'm going to venture out today and uh, try to find them. I will be cracking a bottle of Champs, if you know what I mean, later, because I got to really celebrate the end of the week. No, I didn't drink yesterday, so I don't. it threw me all off. I th- felt like it was Monday. <laughs> I had to do a lot of driving yesterday, though, so that was part of it. Not a lot, but just any driving in the, in the evening. I'm like, ugh, I can't even relax. <laughs> uh, you know what I hope the uh, listeners of the show are drinking? Our culty Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, they're... Oh, uh, no. Everything I was going to say was going to sound sexual or disgusting. So, never mind. Yep. They are drinking that. <laughs> How's that uh, any different than uh, when... <laughs> You normally say things, Elizabeth. I'm still in shock oh, when gosh. I was editing. From the uh, cold? From the cold the, California weather? <laughs> no, the episode oh. where you said you were froth- frothing oh. at the mouth. <laughs> and I'm still in shock. I think about that every now and then. I'm like, Jesus H. Christ. She you know, said that on mic. You know, what's funny is when I said it, your reaction was right in front of me. And then later I thought about it. And I'm like, that's like up to par with the sta- the stuff I usually say. But <laughs> about myself. But if I say, "Oh yeah, I hope the listeners are lapping up every drip drop of our Kool Aid," then that's a little weird. Well, you know what I mean? You see the difference uh, there? Sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. 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 Well, I'm glad you're back. We missed you, even though I got to talk to you last week. But it, it does feel weird when you're, you know, so far away. You know. Uh... I'm not uh, so happy to be back, but it's this okay, I know. Lisa. But you know what you said on that very episode, which I Ooh. forgot to back beep, beep, beep it up at the time. You said that the last two years of your life have been very good, TBH. And I was thinking, <laughs> uh huh, what was different in the last two years in your life? Corona virus baby uh it was when california die, virus i feel Stop high it. it's california virus baby you've been here for no. two years that's your happiest but see here's the thing lise oh so for the past few months it's been going downhill because as more things opened up and mm. more people are out and about no. pretending like nothing is happening uh i still I'm I'm kind of doing it like I used to do it where I go to work, unfortunately, but on the fucking weekend, I stay shut in like a maniac because I'm not trying to get the Omarion virus, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to stay inside. And right now I'm at the peak of my boostage. It's been two weeks and a couple of days. Mm. So, oh, is that maybe the peak? now does it start going down from there? Isn't that how it works? I don't know. I don't watch any of this stuff. I just do what I need to do. Keep everybody alive well, I, around me. I don't know. I'm not a Scientologist, but do your own research. <laughs> um, oh, but, then let me head over to Facebook. <laughs> uh, all I know is that as more people have been out and about in California, it's become more miserable. There's traffic. No, there's... I think it's always been there. It only, it, It's the the... Because you are happier in your life and the anticipation of your future, I think you're excited about that and it's making it harder to be here. The future is now, old man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, do we have any BFF hotline calls? No, we do not. And thank God for that. Okay. uh, Do you have any shout outs? Boy, do I first and foremost shout out. 
to Lauren Kelly. Can't wait to see you again. Shout out to Dr. Jen, who is so busy and yet still has enough time to listen to Upworthy every week. Shout out to... And BFF, BT Dubs. Oh, boy. Oh, she's she's also <laughs> suckling at, at the at the Kool Aid teat. See, I can make it gross. <laughs> sorry, also, Jen. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of suckling, <laughs> shout out to Lisa. You um, are cool. Shout out oh. to Scott, whose birthday was yesterday. Also, I think there were some other people. Lisa, can you refresh my memory on who else had birthdays recently? Uh, oh, Tim Ortez. Yes. Our Lord and Savior, uh, Elvis Presley, was yesterday. But also, you know who else's birthday was yesterday? Is uh, the queen of the Butterscotch Haystacks, Becky Milliner. Oh, happy birthday, Becky. Uh, no happy birthday to Elvis. <laughs> I was just going to uh, slip like a wise that man one right once in. once said, <laughs> motherfuck him and John Wayne. Also, shout out How to... How dare you put them on the same page? Elvis was not a racist. My hey, God, man. Don't don't talk to me. Talk to Chuck D. Also, Ugh. shout out to Leanne motherfucking Ward. I meant to send her... I don't know if you listen to our show, Elizabeth, but I put Christmas in Prison by John Prine. Mm-hmm. Sorry, a cover of a, a song by John Prine, Last but it was Sarah Watkins. Christmas in Prison at the end of an episode. Hmm. And I still have to cut that out and send it to her because we both love Sarah Watkins. Well, I put George Strait at the beginning of last week's episode. So are you? Oh, I definitely. Are you knocking on wood for that one? (laughs) (laughs) I did like uh, when Allison's show starts, just skip two and a half minutes forward. You don't have to do that for when I edit, though, because I only do 30 seconds. I know you like to do like full-on song in the beginning but no i do like a verse and a chorus it depends it's at least song. over a minute though i i try oh, yeah. i try to keep it at I want 30 people to, i want people to jam out man have a good time you want people to work out their pointer fingers <laughs> <laughs> okay lisa yes, sir. do you have any shout outs yes i do shout out to the tnc and all of the different things you guys are dealing with um, but also keeping me company through my trials and tribulations. Shout out to East Coast Jen. Uh, you make TikTok fun. Shout out to the Bad Dates Show for following us on Instagram. I don't know why, but I'm excited about it. Shout out to Ken Reed, to Trice, Superfan Megan, Dr. Jen, Lee Bruns. Double shout out to Ray Morgan. Triple shout out to Scott Marquez. Happy birthday. Shout out to Becky. Happy birthday. Double shout out to Paul. I hope you're going to be here for the BFF uh, recording. We'll talk more about that later. Shout out to Bruce by Dawn for having the best, having the best uh, diet (laughs) in life because I want to come eat everything. Okay. That's not gross. I want to eat everything he picks. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, that unraveled quickly. Shout out to Ulysses. Shout out to Leanne, see Mary Jane, Lauren Kelly, Dr. Angela, Tim Ortez, to you, Lil Rafi, Tamara Holler, to Matt and Whitney. And also shout out to Sean for giving me some pretty sweet new tattoos last weekend or this week. Oh, yeah. Also shout out Matt and Whitney and to all those disgusting people at the Georgia airport that don't wash their hands. (laughs) 
Yes, that was sort of a call out. You know, I'd like to call myself out for last week's episode. And while I probably, I don't, I guess I could have had a little more control of of the audio not being so shitty because we probably could have done a test run, but we don't, that's not how we roll. Here's the thing. We have like a couple of ways that we record depending on if we're together or doing it remotely and it's just you and I, or if there's a, a third person or fourth person. So it's different for each time. The setup I figured out this last time, for some reason it was different. I guess because we're recording through Zoom and I'm not usually the one recording it. I think you are. Anyway, just a call out to me for putting out a shitty sounding episode. But shout out to everybody who listened because it was unlistenable to me. Except for your you know, except for your two lovely voices. Yeah, I actually learned the same lesson when I recorded via Zoom at Megan's apartment. Mm. Lauren's audio came out loud and clear, and then me and Megan sounded like hot garbage. But <laughs> it's okay, Lisa. It's not. You think evil? You think evil Knievel did a practice run? No, <laughs> he licks the stamp and sends it, baby. You're equating our show or us to evil Knievel? Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're jumping over the Grand Canyon for America. <laughs> We're making podcasts that... great again. Okay, so... <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, exactly. So that leads me to... We talked about New Year's resolutions last week. And I don't think that the, it's... Cut, like this arbitrary date, I, it, there's not a cut and dry. Like I said, I start thinking about things in November. But also you got to think about it. For it to last, first of all, you have to keep thinking about it. But also things will come up where I thought, well, that's definitely something I wanted to add to my resolutions is to... Learn how to have better audio in every situation because it's embarrassing to me and I want to put out a better, you know, people are spending time listening. So that's one of my resolutions is to be better at doing this and to getting the show out at, on a de- at a decent time. Like by Sunday, I was, I'm recording on Sunday right now, so I'll probably just edit so we can just get this shit out. Hopefully it'll sound fine. But Lisa, do, do drug dealers apologize to their customers? To drug dealers? It's like, hey, I, I'm so sorry I sold you that meth and that your teeth <laughs> fell out. No. You, you, you made your choice. You, think, you downloaded this <laughs> bullshit. You get what you deserve. You think BFF is a drug? Well, meow. I mean, it could be. Meow. It's not a good drug. What would, be, like what would be our... <laughs> <laughs> what shitty drug are we? Tylenol, um, but like the the Tylenol, you got to get a prescription for. Oh, Tylenol three with codeine. Yeah, that's the one. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's cool. <laughs> Is that that's it for callouts and shoutouts? I believe. Should we talk about Monday? Oh God, I thought we'd never would. Oh God. <laughs> Do you think that this show, in addition to being one sweet drug? Do you think it's a slap that bops? Uh, no, we're a bop that slaps. Thank you. Why? Allison is like me trying to talk like like the young folk. <laughs> this was the second part from last week. Daniel and Allison taking phone calls. So I meant to send in a phone call, but I thought that there would be so many that I was like, eh. So I didn't. And then she was saying that she kind of didn't have... A lot of them and she was surprised about it but maybe more came in after new year i don't even know but do you think you would ever call in i don't see why i would oh cool <laughs> what what do i gotta say that i don't say on here already i mean i'm sure there's more 
<laughs> if I call in, it's just going to be like, hey, Allison, uh, super, or super fan, ultra oh, fan. Oh, shit. Well, here. you already fucked up. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I hear that you agreed to be on our show, oh. but it hasn't happened yet. Um, is Lisa a lying little bee oh. or are you dodging us because you're afraid of the truth coming out? Wow. What is the truth? You'll have to wait till she's on to, to find out. So between that and cornering Daniel about anal, you really have your finger on the pulse of all of the good information. Listen, if... If everyone in the BFF cult is too afraid, but it's it, it comes up all the time. People are like, what's the deal with her and anal? Why is it always coming up on Childish? And mm. why is it coming up on here? What is it with her and anal? I just want people to get their, get to get the answers they, they want. Yeah. And I am willing to dive on the grenade. Yes, I'll be the one who asked her about fucking anal just so we can get it over with. And then we never have to talk about it again, Lise. I'm a hero. Well, that that's one way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is all you people are cowards. I mean... I'm out here speaking truth to power about anal. Oh, my God. Get that drop. Okay. So, they took some calls. It wasn't from Lil Rafi. And it wasn't about anal. But it was April from Utah. And she said one of her resolutions is sending cards and gifts to her nieces and nephews this year. Which is kind of a sweet thing. She said, you can't just give up mid-March because, you know, otherwise some people will be angry. But I tried doing this once and it wasn't a resolution. So my aunt used to send, uh, she sent us this whole, like everyone in the in the family, little stickers with everybody's birthday and their name. So you could like put it in your address book or wherever you put things like this. And I was like, why are you, what am I going to do with this? I was... I think I was a teenager towards 20 and I was just like, what do I need with all everybody's info? Then one year it hit me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to send a card to every single person this year that she has sent this year. And my family was large. I, uh, my mom had 10 brothers and sisters. So then all of their kids and then their kids, kid, like it was like many, 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 many cards. I don't think I ever heard back from one of them. <laughs> But also, I was like, I barely even know this one guy that my aunt married her, his dad, and I'm sending it to him, and I barely met him, met him like half of a time. But I'm just gonna send cards to everybody anyway. She's probably closer to these people than I was, but uh, it's a nice thought. What do you think about any of that? Any of that? I think that you should put your energy where it is returned. That's okay. So that's. Usually every year we always do Christmas cards and unlike Allison, she's always saying, I got to get, she was talking about this. We, I always want to have pictures and I want to do cards and then we just never do. So my thing is always to do it in November. I always think about it around Thanksgiving. Like, okay, we're always dressed up about that time. So let's take a picture somewhere. We usually go out like apple picking or something. And it's like, oh, perfect. We can take a picture out here in the farm or whatever. And then you have plenty of time to get your cards out. Well, this year, Things were a little different in this in, in my household, and I was a little depressed about all of that. And I thought, you know what? I'm not even going to do Christmas cards. But then I started thinking, well, I got to do something. So I have non-picture Christmas cards, just like your where you get like the pack of ten or whatever. <laughs> I had a bunch of those. So like anybody that sends me a card, I'm going to immediately send them one back. So I don't have to go through. My, I used to send out like over sixty cards. 
this year so I was like, you're... no, I'm waiting for a card to, except for the, my closest people that of course I'm going to give cards to, but like people that I don't even, like my husband's family in Ohio that I'd never met, but I always send them cards anyway. It's like, well, I'm going to wait and see if they send me one first. And as, immediately as it came, I was like, okay, I'm sending them a card today. <laughs> so what you're doing is what George did with the human fund. Yes. But kind of. I mean, it wasn't a fake gift. I mean, I guess it is a fake gift. <laughs> You're just like, oh, let's see who sent me something. Oh, here you go. Here's this. Yes, I am George Costanza. Uh huh. That this I've known for a very long time. But yeah, that's this is what I did, and I felt fine about it. The only thing I didn't like is that I didn't do photo cards, and I, I did think about my kids are never really wanting to hang out together and be dressed up, and to force that is just like, oh god. That in itself was stressful, but my neighbor said, the only thing that I was disappointed about this holiday season <laughs> is that you didn't do a photo card. <laughs> and I was like, I know I'm pretty depressed about myself because that just goes to show I've been doing it before the kids, like with my pets, I did it before I had kids. Like this is something I've always done. And with my kids, I've always had them, and it's always been something that I love, like, looking back and seeing him. And the fact that he's like, yeah, that was the only bad part about the holidays. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I can't, I've kept every one that you've given me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you, want your, you want a Christmas card? I'll give you a Christmas card. <laughs> Damn it, I could have used that because he's a huge Seinfeld fan. <laughs> uh-huh. Interesting. Well, it's not usually a picture of me. I mean, calm down. Anyway, they also talked about the fact, Allison talked about how they say, like, there's this thing where there's no, like, moms aren't in pictures with their kids. And that's very true. Usually, typically, moms are with the kids most of the day. There's not as many selfies. Usually take pictures of the kids. But also, when you've just had kids, you feel like you look like a piece of shit. And you don't want to be in pictures. And then you see pictures of yourself. You're like, this is why. So, I... I totally understand. Like for so many years, I was like, I do not want to, maybe on Mother's Day, we'll do a nice picture of all of us together. But in general, I I know what I looked like. Like I just half-assed everything just because you don't have time to do anything when you have young kids. So um, it is an epidemic apparently, but oh well. (laughs) There's Photoshop is uh, magic. (laughs) Look, mom's in every picture. (laughs) How's that possible? Yeah, it's a shame. (laughs) All right, Wendy Molyneux, she called in twice. She was talking about that she pictures, so no robe Tony, Tony's nickname, she pictures him with a robe. And I have to say, I 100% do too. I almost forget that he's no robe Tony because I picture him in a robe almost exclusively. Don't be weird. I do not picture him in a robe at all, ever. That's okay because... You know that picture that I have of him that I, that I well, I'm sure, like, you know, my whole camera roll. You remember when he went live on Instagram? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I screenshotted that because I was just like, this is something that's never going to happen again, I hope. But it was just like, what is happening? In my mind, I still picture him in a robe doing this because it was like so sad and depressing, <laughs> even though he wasn't. But I definitely was not picturing him in, in a satin robe or a little half uh, Winnie the Pooh robe either. I picture him in like a plush gray robe. And almost like the dude from The Big Lebowski. Almost like that. Just scuffing around. <laughs> uh, okay. 
So you do not picture him in a robe ever? No. Never. Okay. Cool. All right. And the last caller was Laura from Pennsylvania. She is doing her last IVF attempt. And so she sounded kind of stressed out about it, which I can only imagine just based on what I've heard from people going through it. But I hate it when my first thought is like, well, you should, why don't you adopt? And I realize that's like kind of easy way to, to an easy thing to say when I've never had to go through that process. But it sounds like the IVF process is just as hard or harder. I don't understand uh, why other people have any opinion on people having children. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. (laughs) (laughs) So I agree. Uh, Good luck to you, Laura, in Pennsylvania. I think uh, Lauren should look you up. We need more people. We need to connect to more people through this cult. We're uh, we're passing out the Kool-Aid, so drink it, please. Allison talked about making time for herself and one of her exam one of her examples is not having her nails done and the entire time I was just like yeah I understand if you don't have time to go get a manicure because I've I make time now but my kids are older it's easier for me but I have done my nails while we've recorded <laughs> you could probably tell in the quality it's got a multitask man and it's a perfect time to do it really because you're sitting still and you're not doing you're not there you don't have to fumble with anything to like mess it up so it's actually kind of perfect shit i forgot what i was gonna say um <laughs> sounds like you've got the uh corona brain oh i was gonna say, i thought you were gonna say baby brain I'm like no hopefully not <laughs> <laughs> so apparently there's a hatred of santa baby and they went through that singing it i know you you hate all things christmas so i, I imagine you hate especially hate christmas music um i'm sure the older songs especially do you have you always hated this song? Santa Baby? Yeah. I have only recently started <laughs> listening to Christmas music because, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, I like to keep Christ out of my Christmas. Um, so I just don't participate in it at all. But but um, most old-timey Christmas music doesn't really talk about Christ. I mean. Well, that's also, that's a different problem we'll get into uh, oh, next year. Oh, oh um, okay. <laughs> I don't think I ever heard santa baby in its entirety until like a couple of weeks ago oh and uh yeah it's kind of a shitty song it kind of sucks they all do there's like five good christmas songs and they're not the ones you think well i can agree with you that there's like five good christmas songs that everyone's just regurgitating and doing covers of and acting like well i did a christmas album i'm like "Mm, okay and i'm sure our songs differ but I do like Christmas music, but, you know, obviously just at Christmas time. Any other time, I'm like, ugh. And I like Santa Baby. It's fine. I don't always listen to lyrics of songs anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. It's just the feeling that it gives me when I'm listening to it. It's fine. How how do you feel when you hear that song, I'll be home for Christmas, if only in my dream? It's okay. It's a little slow. It's okay? It's it's good lyrics, I guess. It's a little slow. If... If anyone can listen to that song beginning to end without veering into oncoming traffic, <laughs> you clearly have something wrong between the, between the ears because uh, well, that song is quite possibly the worst song ever created. I did Much s- like most Christmas songs, it sucks shit. <laughs> I said it was okay. 
It was you a, said it's okay. It's, it's okay, okay. It's a little slow. I'm sorry. It is not okay, and it's not a little slow. It is an affront to music. It wouldn't be something I would put on my playlist of Christmas music. The only answer that is acceptable is that song sucks shit and whoever wrote it uh should be kicked in the taint on repeat for eternity (laughs) assuming they have a taint got it okay everyone has a taint lisa uh i don't want to excuse you you. it's 2022 least maybe some people don't have taints they may not if 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 they don't got taints then (laughs) don't kick them but (laughs) otherwise kick those tapes okay good 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 so uh daniel had a big announcement and that is the watching hour is coming back i am so excited about this yes me too i would like to know when where why prove it how where is it let's hear it how much yeah i i would like to know i my tattoo artist was like oh did you hear david lynch is doing a third season i'm like I feel like I would have heard that, but I was just like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. So I'm like, is he? <laughs> I ain't got my finger on no pulses over here. I barely have one myself. So I would love it if he did some sort of Twin Peaks thing again. That was that was fun. I would like it if he did a rewatch because I don't think he's watched it a second time. And I haven't either, at least this, the the return. Um, but it would be interesting to hear him maybe not go episode by episode, but maybe just rewatch the entire the thing in its entirety and kind of like maybe do like a four-parter or something on it because i really want to do this myself and it would be really cool to listen to something at the same time um but also i'm sure he would do some new stuff this you know i'm excited about it don't um me (laughs) were you expecting a different announcement because i was i was but i didn't know what well, I thought he was going to announce an art project of some sort. That, I think that's what I thought, too. Just some sort of an art thing. Some What I'm excited about, and it's something that we've talked about for I don't know how many years it's been since Watching Hour has stopped, is that he has se- seemed very, like he needs an outlet and he's not allowing himself that or doesn't have the time for, which is understandable. So the fact that he's making time to do this again is really exciting that means he's in a new headspace i think that's cool yeah he shared a still from a jim gaffigan special uh today on instagram where it said you know when you're uh when you don't have any kids you're like yay saturday and then when you do have kids you're like who can i pay to come here (laughs) or something like that Uh um so yeah i think kids are a full-time job yeah and especially working from home must make that more difficult i know how it is like when i come home from work i have no motivation to do anything because i'm so tired but add the fact that if you work where your kids are and yeah your wife is like having you do stuff throughout the day it's like working a double shift or something yes i imagine now, do, are you hearing that? Maybe. Okay. I can quickly fix it. Uh, so why don't you? Okay. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> While you're doing that, I will inform the listeners that the first episode of The Watching Hour was July of 2017, and the last episode was June of 2018. 
about time that he brings it back, if you ask me. Has he seen the new Dune yet? I don't know anything about it, but I'd love to hear him talk about it. All right, so that should take care of that. Uh huh. After the rain, my windmill gets rusty. And so now that it's windy, it's squeaking. Hmm. The old rusty thingy excuse. <laughs> yep, I use it all the time. So I'll just grab some WD, put it into that. Okay. Do you have anything else for Monday before we do our a couple of segments? No, I do not. All right. First, let's do Whitney C's cues. She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the envo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. For the first time, Whitney C is repeating a question she submitted on Patreon because she thinks that there might be some really good answers from the people in the group. And it was asked for a friend zone episode that some people may not have access to. So drum roll, please. Whitney C wants to know if you're going to divide your life into chapters, how many would there be based on what turning points? So my answer, I don't have a number in my head but as I'm thinking through this question I would have the chapter before my brother was born when I was an only kid I would have the chapter after my brother was born because you know a change to the family structure I would have the next chapter start when I went off to college and the next chapter start when I went to grad school slash got married, I would have the next chapter start with my teaching career, and I would have the next chapter start with the introduction of Matt and Sully into my life. So I don't know how many that was, but that's my answer. Um, really big moments in my life, and maybe one day I'll write the book. We'll see. Ooh, yes. Write that book. Great question. I did see this on Patreon. I forgot who she asked it to. It's a recent episode. What's your answer, Lil Ruff? Oh, thanks for putting me on the spot. Okay, would you um, like me to... Uh... No, it's okay. fine, okay. Elizabeth. I don't know how many chapters because I don't know how long I'll live. Oh, but if she <laughs> I thought you were going to say you don't know how to count, but way to take it darker. Very funny, Lisa. Oh. I know how to count. I just look at my hands. <laughs> Um, How many fingers <laughs> would your book be? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I think I would do like the early years, which is childhood through, you know, my 18th birthday or something. Then I would have the young adult years. Then I would have post parents splitting up. Then I would have when I decided that work can suck my dick from the back and I started living the way I want to live. And then major relationship, number one, then move, then current. So I guess I'm on chapter seven or eight. Wow. And then uh, probably ends pretty soon after. Oh, God. <laughs> How about you, Lise? I would say the first chapter would be up until probably I was 10. So that would be the early years. And I it was quite quite good for a while so like that that would be a chapter and then 
after my parents got divorced, that was a huge, that would be a huge change in my life. So that would be a chapter. Then moving from Texas to California, that was, so that was right about after that, but it was, maybe that would be part of that actually, part of that chapter. And then high school years, I think would be a sec next chapter. So that's three. And then, oof. And then my first like house, when I first moved out, of my parents or my mom's house that's in itself is a full-on chapter <laughs> right east coast jen and then getting married and having kids would be another chapter and then i think i'm really on the brink of my next chapter right now so that's like what six and i plan to have many more and i would like to write the book as well even just for myself or for my kids to uh thumbs down the entire time they're reading <laughs> Uh, great question everybody else uh, well I'll post it on Instagram and in Facebook and uh, in Facebook in the Facebook group so I, I would love to hear everybody's answers It'd be fun all right let's do unworthy with Dr. J and LK this is LK and Dr. J cool yeah we'll stay and hang around with you with Dr. J and LK hang out with us Hello and welcome to Unworthy with Dr. Jen and LK. Hello. Hello. This week we're going to go over the today's episode and that is January 8th. Uh, happy birthday, Scott. And the title, that's not the title of the, of the show, but <laughs> the title of the show is Therapist Revelations, Friends with Differences, and the Cult Comeback. Okay, so the... Allison brought up uh, things that people don't want to say to their therapist, but really therapists um, have heard it, like heard these things all the time. So it's like things that people are nervous to say. Um, so some of them were unwanted intrusive thoughts. Um, and she said that the therapists say that they're normal and that over 90% of people have them, which Allison was surprised at how high that percentage was. And so was I. Yeah, for sure. And you always want to know, because then you're like, well, how intrusive yeah. <laughs> are these thoughts? Um, the list like this, such as like, you know, 25 this or whatever things that people say that, you know, either way of the spectrum that are okay or that are annoying, right? Like, oh, grocery worker, 25 things they hate when people come yeah. into the story. I always like reading those lists because I just want to see where I fall. Like, oh, do I do that? Um, yeah. I like this list. Uh and they did have some sad parts to it, like somebody saying that, uh, yeah. that they'll never fit in anywhere. So it's sad that one, somebody says that, and two, so many people think that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think maybe that's the one good side. <laughs> the one that's a couple, like maybe one of the few good sides of social media is seeing other people out there that are like you, that maybe you wouldn't have interacted with or known about because sometimes the world can feel so small in your hometown or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the intrusive thoughts I thought was, yeah, that was definitely an interesting one. And I think that didn't Allison mention at some point when, you know, postpartum she was having intrusive thoughts, which is why she went back to therapy or am I making that up? I don't remember that specifically, but I know it was postpartum. So 
Mm. Could have been. I mean, probably. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And one that they said, let's see. Oh, like uh, being burnout, uh, being a parent Mm -hmm. uh, that. Oh, and she said also, this was an interesting one that like, if a therapist will ask, like, you know, like what, how do you enjoy spending your time? Like that people are afraid to admit that they don't actually know what they really enjoy doing. Right. And like, that's kind of sad too, but it, because it's like, sometimes you get so stuck in your, in your world of all the things that you need to do every day. And you don't even really think of what you might enjoy doing with your time. I could, I could definitely see that. Or maybe you're just burned out on the things that you're so used to doing and they don't bring you joy anymore. Like you need a refresher. Um, yeah. And I remember like parents do get, you know, burned out being parents, but I remember being a kid and I think for the most part, my mom was very much like family centered. That was just mm-hmm. her thing. That's how she thrived was, you know, she always wanted to be a stay at home mom, even though we could never like afford that. Um, but I was always so offended when she went somewhere without me. <laughs> like I couldn't grasp the concept of why my mom would want to, you know, not be with her kid. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but being a mom now, I get it. <laughs> and not in like a bad or good way. Like, you know, you just sometimes you just need to step outside for some air, just like you take a break at work and, you know, you're yeah. going to break whatever. So I get that one. Totally. Yeah. Um, and Allison brought up again, the time that her therapist said, haters going to hate. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and she said, uh, that her therapist has also told her don't read the comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Allison does do stuff like read the comments. So I think that's a good advice for her. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, oh, okay. And then they were talking about from the title about friends. Um, they said Patton Oswald got some, uh, disappointed some fans because he performed with Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. um oh god sorry <laughs> no 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 I did read his response I don't think I read his response within the article that they were reading from which is an upworthy article and I think like the TLDR of it is kind of what they came up with like this is his friend of like 30 something years that he's known do you mm-hmm. stop being friends with someone because of something they may disagree with. And I know that this is a very obviously hot topic. Uh, I knew Allison would kind of be on the, yeah, he should, he should do that if he wants to, because she's always been championing for people who are seen as problematic sometimes when they show up on her show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have family members that don't, I don't agree with at all politically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have friends that, you know, when you, when you're, you know, 16, you make friends you grow in different ways and they didn't grow exactly the same way that I grew. But I do think like being me, my responsibility as a person in the world is to keep continuing like in a progressive way, in a learning way. And kind of so that my family and my friends who may not agree with me can see, oh, maybe, maybe there is something to that other side that I never thought of. Cause here's this friend, here's this mm-hmm. member that I love and respect and they don't agree with me like why don't they agree with me and it goes both ways you know like I try to see the other side of things some things are just too obvious not to see the other side of and I won't be friends yeah. with those people anymore but like if my friend says oh it's getting too like oh these people and they just like let boys wear dresses you know uh-huh. am I gonna yeah. stop like being friends with that person because they believe that silly belief no but am I gonna counter it sure and be like oh so what's wrong with wearing a dress no, she can have her kids wear whatever they, like whatever she likes. Yeah, those are her kids. 
but I'm not going to stop being now. Of course, Dave Chappelle takes it to a whole new level. But like, who am I to tell Patton Oswald who to be friends with? You know, I just show my support by not supporting, putting my money. Like, I don't go to a show that I don't want to. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. But I don't think I have the uh, place to tell somebody, how dare you go and do a, a show? Like, well, I don't understand that part at all. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm also not surprised that he got backlash about it just because mm-hmm. he's like, he's always saying the exact right thing and everybody like loves him for that kind of. Yeah. So I think it was like, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> I think you know, that just like, shows you're you. endorsing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That just shows you that it's like people aren't black and white. They're multifaceted. Right. Like yeah. he can, he can believe in good things and he can also still be friends with someone who has stupid <laughs> beliefs and everything. <laughs> like I can still enjoy the Harry Potter books and not like JK Rowling. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, me too. Um, but again, I default to anybody within the, you know, LGBTQ plus community to say however they want to say, because obviously it doesn't affect me personally. It does affect my friends, but again, these are just entertainers. So I can't police what people are, are saying. I can just be exactly. an example to my friends and family. Yeah. So Allison uh, was talking shit about Wendy again. Uh, <laughs> Wendy the dog. <laughs> Can you imagine if you didn't clarify? <laughs> <laughs> so they, they said there was this brave dog uh, that saved the their hiker owner from hypothermia by laying on the owner for 13 hours after they fell fi- or 500 feet and fractured their leg. So the eight-month-old Malamute, Alaskan Malamute puppy named North um, lead on the guy. I think it was a guy. Um, and Allison says, Wendy would never do this for me. <laughs> and I get it. I, I had a counter to that. Cause what if the dog who is, you know, uh, equipped for the, the cold, what if the dog was just trying to stay warm itself? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or um, just like being a good boy and staying with his owner. Like, Oh, like, you know, like Mona would do that lay on top of me. Sure. <laughs> right. Do you think she's saving your life or she's just hanging out keeping warm? Yeah. That's just what she wants to do. <laughs> so there's that. And I have a feeling if Wendy were in a cold, cold, cold situation, she'd be mad about it. And she'd probably just like, I guess, would she just sit with her or she just go off? I don't know. But yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, that, that her, her dislike for Wendy is, is hilarious. Um, and then I was just about to tune out because they said something about a comeback for Colts. And I thought they meant like the Colts, like the sports team. And I was like, okay, so my brain is snoozing. And then, cause, cause he said Colts, but they were talking about Colts. Well, am I saying, I, does that sound the same to you? <laughs> no, I was like, oh, they didn't say cold. They said Colt. Um, yes. Maybe it's your uh, Pennsylvania year. <laughs> Cause I didn't maybe, but then again, like I did read the title first. So maybe I would have heard it differently. I don't know. That's uh, funny though. But then they brought up yeah, BFF. <laughs> well, I think the, this, the clip that you sent to the, to the group chat, like that's just like one piece of it. Um, yeah, I was trying to find the timestamp. I'll, maybe I'll give it to Lisa and she can kind of put it in the Facebook post about this episode. But it really does need to be uh, like listened to it entirely because the yeah. way Pa just presents his evidence as if yeah, he were presenting a case. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, it was so good. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I don't think Allison saw it coming because you're talking about cults and 
and you know they talk about Orange County and the whole yep. the whole thing like you know it's just like a breeding ground right now breeding ground right now with everything politically is like cult wise um and you know isn't everything a cult but and then she did go with the next same thing again which I don't stop saying next same is a good cult <laughs> Yeah, she's like, if they start that one back up again, I'm in. <laughs> and I'm like, minus all the sexual abuse. And yeah, that. yeah. Just the, um, the fun parts. Just go play volleyball. If you want to play volleyball, just go play volleyball. But uh, mm-hmm. the way he said he doesn't see her as a follower, but as a leader, she took it as a compliment. And then he's like, and this is why you are a leader. And everything from yep. here is pretty funny. I think it kind of shows that Allison doesn't listen to the PFS fan cast recently because, you know, there were some remarks made about lack of interest in some subjects but (laughs) she touts it as being a positive which I think we are a positive thing but it was it was pretty funny yeah that was really really good I'll 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 give uh, Lisa the time stamp for it and because lord knows they don't listen to our recording before they record so (laughs) wait they don't Mm. (laughs) offense (laughs) yeah um so Allison had a 3.5 week and she is a better person. She said that she, the beginning of the year holds promise, but the holidays are over and like they were sick over the holidays and all that. So, oh, and Todd's week was a four and he reconnected with an old friend who he used to podcast with and they went to Disneyland together, he said, uh, but he is not a better person. So how, how was your week? This week has seemed like a month. Oh. So I would say the beginning of the week was probably a one. And then, gosh, I don't know. That's hard with this whole Omicron thing and like all the yeah. keep getting from schools and everything changing protocol wise. But we are like healthy and have a roof over our house and I have good friends like you. I think, oh, you yeah. know, maybe let's just say it's a middle of the road three because we're healthy and we're doing okay. How okay. about you? Sounds good. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to say a 4.5. Because <laughs> I got to spend part of the week with my boo and that was really fun. And my kids are good. Yeah. And I'm healthy. Uh, we had our first snow. So things are good. Was that your first snow? The picture you sent in the video? Yeah, uh, it flurried a couple of times before, uh-huh. but this was like the first accumulation this year. So, oh, did it snow while your boo was there? No, <laughs> no, it waited till after. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know how much he loves the cold that it waited for him to leave. Well, but that's good though too because they were flying back home. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I got an extra day because of all those flight cancellations. Uh, He had two flights canceled. So we got an extra day together. (laughs) That's nice. Yeah. All right, Lauren. So I guess we will see and talk to each other next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Uh, Always love hearing your recaps on this show because I don't always listen but I feel like they do such a good job of recapping I do have to say there was one part of this episode that I would like to talk about because I did actually listen because we were mentioned (laughs) so like well I guess I have to listen to this episode (laughs) do you think that this is a cult I mean the way that they were like well is this what what's his name Todd Tom Mm -hmm. whatever he was like well does 
does it have this? Does it have that? And it's like, yes, but I mean, if this was a cult, I like how I asked you and then I'm like just talking, but if this was a cult, she would be the one approving all of the content going out. I don't think she would approve of a lot of it. (laughs) So the family part of the cult, I could see like we're like that, but I don't think that we're, uh, we do drink the Kool-Aid, but we don't always swallow it. What do you think? Well, I think, if anything, we're closer to a gang than a okay. cult. And actually, I remember when I was in elementary school, uh, the police had, maybe they still have this. It was like, if there are three people wearing similar clothing, that constitutes a gang. Oh. So... This is like some very discriminatory type of policing. So, you know, if you're wearing a white t-shirt and uh, size 52 Dickies <laughs> and you're... Oh, so you saw me in high school? Latino child. So you saw me in high school. Cool. <laughs> yeah. They could, you know, like stop and frisk you or whatever without any cause. So if anything, we're probably closer to a gang than uh, than anything. But I have had a friend jokingly say that we were a cult and i was like no we're not a fucking cult you dipshit because cults do i don't know other stuff i don't know what but if we're a cult we're like the lamest cult (laughs) we gotta get we we, all the cults i hear about are like sacrificing people they're having orgies i know all we do is just we just uh eat the sacrament uh, you know and we get tattooed (laughs) yeah we eat carbs and three of us get tattooed (laughs) some cult That's pretty sad. We need to start putting our... Let's step it up, guys. I agree. Speaking of stepping it up, we are going to have the BFF recording in February. And I'm thinking maybe we need to get more people on board with this tattoo. Let's get this cult rolling. Let's shave some heads and let's get tattooed. I'm keeping my bangs, though. (laughs) (laughs) Shaved head, just bangs. I've seen this look before, Uh actually. (laughs) Uh, who do you think uh, should get tattooed next? And why is it not going to be Jennifer? I feel like most people are not going to get a hand tattoo. And most people probably who? won't want to get matching tattoos with us. And most people won't want to get an Allison related tattoo. So you're saying we're the worst cult ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm reiterating your point. Forcing, we should be uh, forcing okay. these tattoos on okay, people. So, okay. So our group recording is February 25th through 27th. So how many days is that for me to learn how to tattoo? Because I, unbeknownst to them, I'll have to buy all the gear. I'll have to learn how to do it. And Lisa, I'll force it on them. Tattoos are so easy that even a tattoo artist can do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just buy the thing off Amazon. So, if people come over to right, this uh, right. I have. By the having, way, I've had one person say they're coming so far. Besides you. Was it me? Besides oh. you. <laughs> who, who was it? It was Joanna. And she offered her house again for one of the nights, which is awesome. Because you haven't seen her new house. But she said she has a fire pit there. So we'll go down to the circle. We'll go to Joanna's house the first night. And then come back to our house. Our, our house. My house. And record. <laughs> well, we're Nicole, Lisa. That it, is true. It's all of our house That is now. true. That is true. I think, you know, what we should do is we'll all have beverages. Mm -hmm. And then if you start to feel a little funny and you wake up to like a stinging feeling and and you just happen to see one of us tattooing you, just let it be. It's a dream. Just forget about it. it. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Go back to sleep. Those beverages might have a little extra stuff in it. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We we got to really start taking this cult thing a little more seriously. I know. We got to dissolve some Tylenol 3 right into the Kool-Aid. <laughs> anyway, I just love that we were mentioned. And I love that it just came up. I mean, it's kind of funny. But um, I could see. I By the way, I, I thought that I did the math wrong. And that this year was our sixth year. I think it's actually seventh. I think I was right that last year was our sixth anniversary. So this will be our seventh. If you really do the math on like, that's crazy. Seven years of doing a show about somebody else's show. Seven. But not seven since I've been on, no, right? No, you have been doing it for, s- wait, it's going to be like five. Yeah, because I, w- uh, it was Jamo Patrol for one year. Then I, cha- then I took over for a year and then you, and then you and I. So, yeah. So five, wow. it'll be your fifth year. And and look at us, Lisa. We went from like 20 listeners to five. I was going to say 13, but that was too probably <laughs> right. We've had we a few drop off it. here and there. I don't think that I imagine the people that live locally feel like they don't need to tell me they're coming because I just assume that they're coming. Like, Ray, you're going to be here. Dr. Jen, you're going to be here. Uh, Joanna, you're going to be here. Superfan Megan, you're going to be here. I take it for granted. Sometimes people are busy, but also this new variant you know, we did have a group recording one year that was remote, so it could happen. And then, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But it would be nice to see Trice here. He's been to every single one. It would be nice to see if Paul here. He's here every single time. But it's a lot on their part to do to come here. Uh, yes. Also, Bruised by Don should Bruised come. by Don. And how could I forget birthday boy Scotty Scott Marquez? He will have Who? to... <laughs> Oh my God, oh, we Walter! Should, you know when he gets dropped off, we should have his dad come in and we can interview him. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh my God, his poor dad <laughs> and no. poor Scott too. We're such assholes, and I love that people poor still love Scott. You. No, <laughs> Scott is not a victim here. His poor dad is the victim. Yeah, that is true. That is true dedication. That is a dad right there. Like, wow. I complained about having to take Ruby to the Anaheim ice rink last night to watch a hockey game. And it was 15 minutes away. (laughs) I'm like, you're cutting in on my drinking time, man. (laughs) Just kidding. I wasn't planning on drinking anyway, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Right. So should we talk about Thursday? Yes. All right. Robin, Jordan, Jeff, and Daniel were the guests. And we were her little Wawa hoagie sent in by none other than... Lauren Kelly on Patreon. So as soon as I heard this, I was like, Brad, I'm so glad that one got picked. I saw it when I looked through the carbs and I was hoping that it would get picked. Super excited. My first question was because Allison posed the question. Oh, I bet Lauren sent that in because Jeff was going to be on. And I thought, I wonder if she sent it in because you guys were at Wawa's last weekend. So then I thought, well, guess what? I could just text Lauren and get the answer instead of just asking. I was just going to ask on the show. I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> let me just text her. And she said, no, that was just hoagie happenstance. She sent it in because you guys were at Wawa, not for Jeff. So coincidence. Yes, I was going to say that, you know, he may think that it was for him. But in reality, this carb was sent in for me. I love it. So much love in that Wawa hoagie. I want a Wawa hoagie now. What goes into this? Well, let me tell you, Lise. Okay. I was not very excited about the prospect of eating a hoagie from a convenience store. But 
you go up. They've got like a deli counter type thing. They got like their little station in the middle of the store. And you order from a touch screen. Love it so far. I like that. I'm not having to yell my order at some minimum wage employee. I just touch a a few buttons. Yeah. So, boop. You know, it says cold sandwich, hot sandwich. Boom. I'm getting the cold. What do I want? I want the Italian. Do I want regular or the spicy Italian? You better believe I'm a spicy boy. Give me those uh, spicy meats. Boom. Getting that. What shit do you want on there? Boom, this. I want that one. I want this kind of bread. I want this fucking cheese. Bada bing, bada boom. You fucking put in your order. It spits out a fucking receipt. You take that to the front. This is the only part I don't like. Once I get my receipt, they start making it. But now I got to walk to the front and start standing in line mm. with the rest of the unwashed masses. And wait for all these mongrels to finish paying for their chips or soda or their gasoline or whatever they're doing also it's 2022 if you're paying for your gas in the store that's what the fuck are you doing i just did this the other day but there was a reason in general i would never never they use your fucking card at the pump why are you going inside you dipshit you're (laughs) holding up my hoagies over here (laughs) it sounds like that rainbow deli that greg heller used to go to wasn't there a weird line situation there yeah he was saying you like put your order in then you got to go pay for it then you got to come back and it's in a drawer or some shit anyway pass no so once i got the we get the slip i'm looking over the potato chips they've got hers which is the local uh, fave, but they also had Zaps. And since Lauren had never had Zaps chips, I said, oh shit, we're getting those. Get a couple of those, go pay for the crap. Had to stand in line with some animal that's buying cigarettes or chewing tobacco or God knows what. Finally, you pay. By the time you get back to your fucking sandwich place, it's ready to go. Then you fucking walk on out of there. Not, not too bad, I would say. You know, it's it's good three and a half out of five for the uh, okay. experience. Then I would say that the sandwich itself was pretty tasty. For something you're getting at a gas station, I was like pretty impressed. So it, is it the best sandwich I've ever had? I don't know because I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you what the best one was. But I would say it's perfectly edible. It's mm. It's up there. You know, (laughs) it's not like I ate it and I was like, oh, this sucks. So all said and done, I'm going to give it a fork rating, which is something I just came up with. Oh, good. I can't wait to hear about it. Um, No one has considered rating things with forks before, but I'm going to give it a solid 3.9 forks. Wow. That's pretty good. How would you... I would say say they're a little pricey for something you're getting at a gas station, but still perfectly fine. But they're slicing the meat or is it already like sliced? And is it like a turkey roll or is it actual turkey breast? Or you know what I mean? Or the like? Uh, well, I did not dissect it to this degree. Do you have a, did and... you see a bird in the back or what? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a little, a little uh, turkey on the counter that waved at me and it looked like Kramer. But uh, that could be the LSD. It could be. It could um, be. And also, I, you know, honestly, you, unlike when you go to S- Subway and see the artiste, make your sandwich since you're busy getting in line to pay for the fucking thing you don't even see them make it they could have spat in it for all i know but i think they're getting all their meats out of a pre-cut little bin okay like subway but i will say 
the quality is probably better than Subway. Probably. I haven't had Subway in ages. Interesting. Haven't haven't had a Subway sandwich in ages, so okay. I can't be sure, but I think I would take Wawa 900 times out of 900. Well, especially with the company. But I have to ask, where would you what's your fork rating of Zito's calzones? Oh, Zito's calzones. Uh, you know, they're paisan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. J- just like, just like, uh, <sighs> Zito's. You know, it's been a while and I've only had it like three times. Um, but... what? What? Three? Okay. Haven't we only had it three times? Oh, well, your sister was here. We had it then. And then like twice at okay, your house. Okay, maybe four. <laughs> so three to four times, I would say it's very good, but still not better than Mama Alvino's in Colorado. Oh, I'll give them a Zito gets a solid four point two five four and a quarter times. So now I know what your what references com- to the sandwich. That's good. That's a very good score. Yeah, you need to try their Italian sub. It is not anything like any other Italian sub. So it might be disappointing, but it's quite good. <laughs> it's its own thing. It's like really delicious. Uh, anyway, well, I I think this is. I think we should do just a show about fast food restaurants. What do you think? <laughs> no one's going to listen to that, Lise. <laughs> We'd be losing money. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So Robin brought up the fact that she was in a Golden Corral commercial, and which is hilarious. But this at this point, when Jeff says, wait, I have something for you guys. This, this is the point where it's like, this is why Allison loves Jeff. This is why we love Jeff, because he's bringing up the commercial. And I'm not trying to compare and contrast. All I'm just trying to do is spotlight the fact that Jeff, this is the, mm, I don't even know how to say it without being rude. I, this is just great on his part. You know what it's like, Lisa? Tell me. It's like me at work. <laughs> okay. I'm Tony. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do the job. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. do pretty good, but I'm not going above and beyond. Right. You know? But what I have to say is I think I don't feel like Jeff is going above and beyond. I just think that's just his level of of the minimum. He's got higher standards. He's a cut above the rest. Sorry, I was staring off into space. <laughs> so they talked about sweet sweet James Burgener, and I feel like I hear his commercials all of the time. The funny thing about this is this Real Housewives of Orange County lady... I literally just watched this episode yesterday. I haven't watched the new season yet because it's been out for a while, but I have to wait for it to come out on Hulu. And then it wasn't out. And I thought, okay, I'm going to just find it because I'm bored and I want to watch some shows. And I was like, oh, shit, I can watch this on Bravo. So I was watching it and I was like, this is his wife. You need to look her up. I guess they're getting separated now. But I was just like, I don't understand why this. uh, What's the guy from TCM that they were saying? Not TCM. (laughs) Wrong guy. The, from the actor's studio. Oh, James Lipton. So he does look like James Lipton. And didn't she say that he looks like Daniel? Somebody said Daniel. And I was like, I don't. I think Allison did. I think so. But the other person was, I think Robin was like, no, he's spitting image of James Lipton. One of them. Who, I don't know. They all sound the same. Um, <laughs> so I did look up this guy because uh, once they said this, I was like, oh, I have seen the billboards, yes. but I don't know what he looks like. And so while I'm working, I see the billboards. I'm like, that does not look like Daniel at all. Not at all. And he looks very different on the billboard than he does in photographs. Mm. And in these oh. photographs, he 
there's like one or two where he barely, barely looks like Daniel. Oh. And some of them he kind of looks like James Lipton, but I'm not sold. But just, And then his wife, yes. she's attractive but in some of these like her face is weird and oh she's definitely there's something weird about her it's she's one of these new breeds of people that has been created in a medical office uh (laughs) where it's just like i don't like they almost have a simpsons character look to them um i i don't but when she walked into this lunch that 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 was happening on the first episode she almost looked like she was in a ball gown, except for it was a short skirt. It was a very weird getup. But like the person that was throwing the lunch was wearing like more of an appropriate lunchtime attire. And I was like, who is this lady showing up? I'm like, okay, she's the new housewife. So she's got to, I guess, dress up like this, like a maniac. And then she's talking about being married to Sweet James. I'm like, hold the phone. What? He's landing this kind of caliber person. But then they're talking about a sex dungeon. And I was just like, these people just disgust me. Both of them now. <laughs> Well, Lisa, first of all, um, I wouldn't say that she's like that attractive. Look at him and look at her. Look at him and look at her. Yeah, but the great equalizer is money. Money. Bitches love money. You could be a dork that looks like a bootleg version of James James Lipton. (laughs) And you can land a mediocre looking Orange County housewife. If you got money. Okay, I can see that. If you saw her in this first episode, I haven't seen her in pictures. I just saw this and I was like, oh, she's going to talk and she's going to sound like a dumb shit. But she actually sounded like she was had some sort of education, at least in speaking. And I thought, this just doesn't really add up. I understand the money, but she doesn't seem like dumb, like bimbo or uh, like, you know, she was no Pam Anderson, like rubbing two sticks to get a brain cell out. Well, also, she didn't look like Pamela Anderson either. But uh, anyway. I was just, the whole thing was throwing me and I had just happened to watch that episode yesterday and I thought, what are the odds? So Sex Dungeons came up again. There was no more talk of it. But now if I see the billboard, I'm just going to be picturing that. Like I already thought he looked kind of creepy and a weird. Like, you know, having a big face on, on a billboard is weird. Especially when it's that face. How would you feel about people knowing that you have a sex dungeon? I would not like that except unless I wanted people to know. And so I was wondering, if they're getting separated now, I wonder if it's because she's been so open on the show about her life and he wanted that to be a secret? Or is are they sex dungeon people like their friends know this? I don't think I want people to know because I don't want... That's an invitation, isn't it? Uh, I don't know if it's an invitation, but I do think it's weird when people are like advertising... Yes, that's How the invitation, much, uh, I think. They I think that's putting the feelers out. So here's the thing. This on this episode, this lady walks in and is meeting this lady for the, the one of the ladies for the first time, and she's telling her we have a sex dungeon, and then she said it's very elegant. You should come see it. And then she said it's red and black, and I'm like, uh and first of all, the first person she's saying this to is like real uppity. Like there's no way she's having fun in a sex dungeon. That's just not her MO. But uh, anyway. I wouldn't want people to know, but that's because I wouldn't want to share my dungeon, I don't think. Plus, I wouldn't call it a dungeon. We've talked about this before. I wouldn't want to call it a dungeon. This sounds doom and gloom. Uh, so you don't want people to know about the dungeon, <laughs> but the Vans box. Sure. Is... I'm not inviting anybody to the Vans box. That's a solo show. <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd like to see the solo show, you can go to myfans.com. <laughs> it's uh, my one and only fan.com. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So Allison brought back the teenage made-up language that gave me the heebie-jeebies the last time she did it. And it did the same thing to me this time. The fact she brought it up is because her nanny... Did her nanny bring it up or she was just commenting on like, oh, those are the people, you know, the nerds that thought that that was cool. Do I don't remember. Do you think... So Allison's saying that it was the cool people at her school doing this. I have a vague memory of people doing something like this. It was definitely not the cool people. They The cool people were having sex and doing drugs. They weren't making up languages. I think... I think it depends. Whatever the cool kids are doing, like if the... If the cool kids made up the language, then it would be the cool kids. And if the cool kids didn't know this language, then it would be uncool to know the language. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. So my one of my close friends in f- freshman year, she was my best friend, I guess. Um, she made up a language and she really wanted me to use it. And it was the stupidest stupidest fucking language ever first of all it was easily decipherable anybody could figure out what the hell you're saying it was the stupidest thing and she just thought it was so cool and i was just like i don't i don't i don't want to do this this is embarrassing you should be embarrassed this is dumb uh could you explain it to us sure she called it chunchine language now let me say she's saying sunshine but she's putting a ch in front of everything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> so a ch in front of everything was her language okay give me an example sentence chai chaffee chow char chew whoa 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 you're gonna have to slow it down Lee. <laughs> i don't know what the hell you're saying are you on drugs <laughs> and i remember i was like i have to show my face at school like this is embarrassing i remember i think i wrote it in like a card like on our birthday or something i was like i'll write it in there and she would always be like oh don't worry we have our you know our secret language and i'm like oh that's real fucking <laughs> secret <laughs> what a fucking idiot um, yeah wow east coast jen you know who she is she was my best friend before east coast jen was my best friend let's just say ah, that, the- that the trade-off didn't go well for uh for the for the chump it's the summer her it is. Uh, it really Why was. Why don't you uh, say her name first and last? I will. It was uh, Elva Alicia Cortez. Actually, I should say Chelva Chalicia Cortez. Oh, I think I remember something about her. I don't remember what. Was she hot? No. Uh, she, uh, I think she had Munchausen by proxy. Like she was... Uh, I finally got rid of her after like 20 years. But anyway. Oh, good for you. Yeah. It takes me a while to get rid of the bad ones. <laughs> and then I step ass backwards right into some new pile of shit. <laughs> Just kidding. I will not do that again. All right. Okay. They talked a little bit about shows that they're watching. And while I do not want to talk about uh, Emily in Paris, the new Sex in the City. Perry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The Sex and the City, and just like that, I have not watched it yet because I'm too cheap to get HBO. I do want to. But listening to them talk about it, I thought, this is not much of a spoiler. It felt good to, like, hear it. I'm like, okay, I know that Brittany really wanted to talk about it. She's like, I need to, like, I need to vent about this. Like, I need to, like, talk shit on the show. Like, can you please watch it? <laughs> like, okay. Um, after hearing this, it sounds horrible. Yes. I've been hearing about it on other podcasts as well. And I at first, I was like, ooh, I can't wait to watch yes. this. I love Sex and the City. But... 
even watching the little trailer where it's like, oh, all of a sudden, all of their friends are different ethnicities. I was like, what the fuck? Is this like uh, some, this like correctionist history or something like their revisionist history. They're like, oh, they were like, they always had very diverse friends, you know? Uh, and then I read someone describing an episode where Miranda is being a white savior. And then I was like, you know what? Just like with the second movie, I'm never going to see it. I- I'm done. Like, okay. I don't, I don't think it's like, um, you know, if a band broke up for 20 years and then they put out a new album, it's not the same anymore. Right. You know? Yes. Well, and it wasn't wanna, the same with want... the movies. The movies sucked so bad. I think the first one might have been watchable. The first one was like serviceable, but not yes. great. Um, and I, I don't love want the, Sex the, the City, Chinese but... democracy of Sex in the City. Like, <laughs> you can keep that. I'm done. I will never see it. Okay, I like the, I like your stance. That being said, this yellow jacket sounds right up my alley. I had seen that uh, Juliet Lewis was in some new show, but I didn't really know what it was about. I whatever i'm late to the game especially if it's on something like showtime because i don't have that but i didn't realize what the premise was was women dealing with stuff like shitty things that happened to him in the 90s i'm like is this my life story is this my one of my chapters uh it sounds interesting it's got a bunch of people that i like in it uh so i might have to check this out yeah i have showtime for Jesus and marrow mm. and i recently decided to cancel it uh, because they are on hiatus, but I was just like, you know, there's so much stuff out there. I, it's hard to keep up. True. But then when I was like watching Jesus and Marrow to, to catch up to where I had left off, I'm seeing the ads for Yellow Jackets oh. and I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should watch this. Like one of the, like, you know how in commercials they'll like put little clips of reviews yeah, and it's like some reporter said, oh, if you thought Squid Game was good, this is great or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, Another show that I can uh, binge and then be upset about watching? (laughs) Sure. Uh, Maybe I'll give it a try. So I do have Showtime for a few more weeks if you would like my code. I have given it to you guys already. Um, Oh, no, wait. That's when I get HBO Max. Anyway, I have it. You want it? Sure. I'll give it to you. (laughs) Okay. I might take it. I did get Showtime to get to watch Twin Peaks when it came out, so... I realize I can add that to Hulu, which is nice. I take getting a whole new thing, which is like very simple to do. I just, I get stuck. Aren't we all? Uh, let's see. Our, is there anything else from Thursday before we wrap it up? Can you hear the tribal no? music in my neighbor's house? Oh, I thought that was your house. <laughs> no, I think that's it. Okay. If you'd like to be on the show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at BFFancast. And come to my house, February 25th through 27th, or one of those days, or for an hour, or just for a minute, do a drive-by, fuck it. But let me know if you're coming. We'll put together a great and disgusting menu. You know you'll be washing it down with some Kool-Aid. And yeah, let me know. Lil Ralphie, where can we find you? Don't bother. I'm not even real. I don't even exist. Okay. Well, I'm glad I've been talking to myself for an hour and 14 minutes. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you and good night. I am the girl you know can't look you in the eye. I am the girl you know so sick I cannot try. I am the one you want can't look.
I'm out here speaking truth to power about anal. Let's shave some heads and let's get tattooed.